Welcome everybody, Mr. Noah Lampert to the podcast. We're going to talk about visualization and exactly how to do it. He's going to give you five steps on how to do it coming up right after this drop. Today, I am very fortunate to have a show, uh, Mr. Noah Lampert from the Synchronicity Podcast. He's a tarot reader, musician, as well as a very insightful person. Uh, we have some mutual friends, and I want to talk to him about some of the stuff that he talks about on his podcast, which has to do with imagination, which is the gateway to magic, to creativity, uh, to the other side. So I'm really <laughs> excited to have you on the show today. Noah, welcome. Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I've, I've listened to a lot of your, I, I wanted to start out with like, wake up in the dream, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been really enjoying your stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to be able to have you on. Yeah, man, it's my pleasure. I love doing this. Awesome. Well, you're out in LA, I guess. No, I'm in, uh, I was in LA and then right before the pandemic started, I, I went back to uh, New York and it's very fortuitous that I did. And so I've been in uh, the Hudson Valley since February. Okay. And yeah. And then, yeah, it's been pretty cool, man. And that's awesome. Yeah. I've been uh, down in Georgia, so it's a little bit more, you know, mellow. I have some friends in LA that I've been keeping up with. <laughs> yeah. LA is definitely nuts. I mean, I go into Brooklyn every so often just like for, for stuff and like, yeah, it's definitely a different vibe in like urban areas. It's not the, it's not as chill and relaxing, for sure. Yeah. So, so you're originally from New York and moved out to LA. Is that? I, I'm originally from outside of DC okay. in Maryland, um, and then I went to school in Boston, lived in New York for a while, then moved up here, and then spent some time in LA recently. But I, I've generally been on the East Coast. Um, for most of my life, although I feel like that's that's going to be changing, you know, not entirely, but like I'm definitely going to be traveling more and more. It kind of seems like the vibe. So. You're bopping. You're moving around. You're scooping. I'm bopping, man. I'm trying to fucking. I'm 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 going to Turkey in a week. The country of Turkey. Yeah, dude. I'm and like, you know, against all odds, as it seems, they canceled my return flight, which I'm less concerned about. I'm not worried about getting back. That that's fine. that's fine. We already have a plan if that's the case. But like getting there, I'm like, oh man, if I fucking, I'm saying if, like this imagination shit, if this is fucking, if this shit really works for this in the middle of a pandemic, I'm gonna be, I'll just be like, look, guys, I don't know what other proof you need. It's fucking absurd. So. Right, right. No, that's great. That's, that's a perfect topic uh, for us to talk about, you know, too. And the, the, ima the imagination stuff, I'm trying to, you know, I wanna try and, use our power together and of course there's stuff to do in the in the physical and to take action but like magic being yeah or i don't know when i first like learned about magic or you know visualization i was like wow i mean this seems so simple uh <laughs> and so available um yeah. but it also makes a lot of sense i mean it was just like visualizations like uh you know uh imagine yourself in a circle and like you know imagine nothing can touch you in the circle um you know just different things like that and i think any Anything that we put our minds to has power because there's power behind that. So however we want to like express that or use our imaginations to, you know, alter 
uh, our experience and thus we are at the cause, you know, in the, the physical world at the effect, then I think that makes a huge difference. So how did you get into uh, like spirituality and, and start to learn about visualization and other techniques? I mean, two kind of different questions. I mean, spirituality or what we would probably call that stuff is just like shit that defied like logical analytical explanation. I think I've always been like acutely aware and in tune with that since like a very young age. Um, I think when I did psychedelics for the first time when I was 15, I took acid. I um, definitely like became more aware of it as a reality and more of like a functional driver and just started reading a lot about, um, you know, subconscious and different like traditions and practices, how people engage with that kind of stuff. Um, has always been like a an avid interest of mine and just something I found myself around. Um, and then the imagination stuff, I mean, the manifestation, whatever the fuck people want to, like, I feel like I always <laughs> knew how this, yeah, I feel like I, I always knew how this reality worked, but I didn't know how to like make it work. Like I knew the rules, but like didn't know how to play the game is the way I would describe it. And so I, I would say I clicked in at various times of like, you know, and I always was like very gentle to myself. My reality has been, you know, even if uncomfortable at times and painful, like pretty gentle, all things considered. And, but like la last year, 2019, beginning second quarter and spring, I just, something happened. I mean, like I now know that there are these waves of consciousness that like hit the planet. And if we're playing that narrative of like duality and like people can catch those waves and it's very clear to see like when groups of people catch a certain wave and like kind of wake up at the same time or like connect at the same time. And I think I just caught one of those and it just like lined up with all this shit that like, you know, it happened to me like 20 years ago where like I had all these like premonitions and, you know, had to go through this whole thing of like feeling crazy and getting diagnosed and then transcending that and like this whole thing. And then like everything just kind of lined up like, but not in like a, delusional crazy like you're a crazy way but like i was like oh my god like a this is incredible like i have objective evidence that everything i thought before is not insane and b it came with this level of stability which i think is important for any like imaginal or consciousness stuff like if, if you can if you have a way to maintain your equilibrium um you can pretty much do whatever because you'll always have this ability to balance in either direction if you're playing the polarity game. So I don't know. I just feel like now um, I'm in this, I'm just doing exactly what I want when I want to do it. It doesn't mean like I'm, you know, it doesn't mean that that's my felt experience all of the time, but like overall, I just, it's like, this is just fun. It's easy. I can, I can, you know, theoretically not teach people how to do it, but reveal to people that they're in charge of this and that they can prove to themselves that this works, which is the only way I could ever really like, own any label of like teacher or like helper is like here's the blueprint you guys test it out like don't take my word for it i'm not like passing on some secret meditation master secret that like only i learned and like now you have to learn it from me i'm like test this shit out if it doesn't work fucking don't do it you know what i mean it's not it's not something to buy or subscribe to so yes yeah, pretty it's fun stuff Oh, dude, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about like no guru, you know, somebody was like, who are you following right now? And I'm like, there are, there are no, there are no masters. Like, uh, you know, we're all figuring this out for ourselves. We can't know anything beyond our own reality. But I think a couple of things that you just said 
were very interesting that like I think we do have like a innate ability to know that this is how reality is created. Um, and a lot of us probably know as young kids and probably use that. The consciousness wave is also really cool. Um, I think that does happen. I think there are sort of like these like pops or, you know, like you just like, uh, I don't know, like just factions that bust or bubbles that pop and like people are just like, whoa. And then uh, I, you yeah. know, other people around them too will kind of like catch a, catch a wave. That's really, really it makes sense too. Like what I understood, I guess, what I came across like a couple of decades ago at this point is that if you wake up, if you as an individual wake up for real, like and you get this shit and you stabilize it, you basically will become like this bright beacon of light that wakes everyone up around you. And when enough of those happen in proximity to each other in like space time here, it is like there's these huge catalysts of energies. It's like that that Tesla coil thing where like there's you put the poles together and there's all this electricity in between. That's kind of what happens, I think, in this reality. And it's becoming so much clearer that our consciousness, imagination, you know, which is what I like. I subscribe to what Neville Goddard put forth, which just is my direct experiences, is that that's God. Like whenever you read about God or a deity or some creative power, like they're just talking about your sense of I am. And you test this shit out by like what some people call visualization or imaginal techniques or whatever you want to call it. But you just imagine and feel shit as though it's happened. You say, oh, that's real. Live from that state. And then all this weird magical shit that defies kind of like practical Newtonian physics and, you know, how shit causal effects happens. And you do it enough and you're just like, oh, okay. I guess this this is actually how it works. And then, you know, this will usually bring to to, to the surface a lot of like shadow work and like you know fear doubts things like that and then you realize like those are good too and then it just gets like abundantly more fun to kind of like create a life of like balance and harmony which is what i think most like i'm pretty sure that's what everyone wants like on any energetic level just feeling like balanced and harmonious is like a pleasant state so i think that's what people want yeah well well i think what people want actually oddly as it as it seems is to be right that's the most important thing, and we're willing to suffer for it. Yeah, so, <laughs> I think, yeah. You know, I mean, I think we do want to be happy, but there's this like, I don't know. There's this barrier there where we won't allow it, you know, because oh. we have to be right about our worldview, you know. Oh so. yeah, I'm like pretty not attached to my worldview. If someone was like tomorrow was like, hey, listen, here's the thing: like pancakes are actually the secrets of the universe. Like you got to go like study pancakes; they have everything. You know, I'd be like, all right. I'll go study pancakes. Like if that's really what it is, I'm gonna go look at it. So like, I really am like, there's there's a talent or a skill, I think, to being flexible enough that you're you're not a flip flopper, that you're not just like willy nilly getting carried away with energy, which I've definitely been guilty of, but being open minded enough that being like, yeah, you know what? Maybe I my perspective is just part of the puzzle. That's why when someone comes at me with like a wildly different perspective, I really try not to be judgmental, even if it's something like you know, objectively like cruel or mean, like it's just, it doesn't serve you to, to be judgmental in those situations. And yeah, I mean that, that does a lot to, to, to have the feeling of having to be right. Cause that, I don't feel like, I guess it gets me to, when I feel like I have to be right, I get in trouble. That's like, I'm definitely going to get some conflict in my life if that's what's going on. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we have to be right, right? Like, if we weren't right about the reality that we experience, then we wouldn't survive. So that's, it's a need 
to be right about our universe. Like if I pick this thing up, then, or if I drop it, you know what I mean? Like very simple caveman-y stuff. But, you know, obviously what we're talking about is, is, is a step back, you know, it's, it's in the, it's in the more imaginal realm, right? Which is more at the cause. So that's, what's interesting yeah. about, um, talking about the, you know, imaginations. And I'm, I'm, I'm like open to employ any technique because even somebody who, I don't know. I mean, even somebody who I don't agree with might have insight. So I, I agree with you there. Um, one thing that I that you also talked about for a second is equilibrium. And I think that's really important. Um, and I would love to to chat about that a little bit. It's kind of hard to uh, it's a, it's not I know it's not an easy thing to to talk about. But as far as like when you talk about equilibrium, are you speaking about desire specifically or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, equilibrium is just essential, I think, for navigating this this world comfortably. And equilibrium doesn't imply only this static state of like perfect balance. That's nice, but sometimes we learn equilibrium by going too high or too low or like whatever you want to call it energetically. Like, you know, I had a series of days here in Mercury retrograde and whatever the fucking shit is in Cancer and it's just like pulling all my emotions where I was like, I took acid. I was like wildly emotionally, like not wild, but like for me, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like I'm crying all the time, not in like a, a sad, you know, fucking, but just like the smallest thing, like songs. I'm like, what is this? But that to me is like, I learned that that's one side of the spectrum or that's on a kind of polarity of the spectrum and i'm like all right you know what like that's something i'm not gonna live like that like that to me is like something that i'm like cool and i also found value in it too and i'm i'm starting to really learn like there really is value to what we call negative emotions like being sad or scared there's so much value there to be able to feel that it's like when you can actually be grateful for that i think you get more of a choice um in terms of how you experience the world. Like you don't have to be like fearful or distance yourself from certain experiences, which thereby it like gives you more control. And so that's the whole thing with the balance is like, I really do fundamentally believe that as like unlimited beings of omnipotent, like compassion and just like everything, like we have this, let's <laughs> just say everything, just everything. But we do have this ability to kind of dictate our experience, not in specificity and outcome, like in this world so much, but like how we feel and navigate through it. And I've just found like, we can do a lot more and get a lot more done in like a fun duality linear time way when we're not like latched on to energies that like feel like they own us. Cause it's, that's never accurate. I think that's what's so dissatisfying about like feeling stuck in something. It's like, it's you. You're doing it to yourself. That's what's so frustrating, I think, to people. And if you can't like kind of reconcile that, you know, it, it's it's difficult. But balance, um, balance is just a feeling. And I I do think as as foolish as this may sound, I do think writing down like I am balanced, you know, just like one or a few times in a journal with a pen before you go to sleep or just whenever on throughout the day, like that shit really works. And like you'll learn kind of what the feeling feels like and who knows how long you stay there. But as you like stay there, um, you get more familiar with it. And then when you get off balance, you can be like, you know what? I'm going to invoke the feeling of balance. And it doesn't mean it's going to happen right then. Like for me, I was aware that I wanted balance like four days ago. It took me like fucking three days to get over that. So like, it doesn't mean it comes right away, but you just know that it's a feeling that will be coming into your reality. 
and then it comes. And that's how everything works. And that I think for some people is exciting, some people terrifying, most people both. And it's fun. That's the truth. It's fun. <laughs> like that you wouldn't do this shit if you didn't want to do it. That's the whole point. Like that's why I think people try should remember is like you wouldn't be here doing this, experiencing this right now. There's plenty of opportunities to jump off this ride. Infinite opportunities. Like, but if you're here, you know, it's fun. You might as well. You know? Yeah, I I I agree with you a hundred percent. You know, I think that's one thing in the spiritual movement that kind of gets glossed over, overlooked sometimes. Feel your feelings, you know, don't be in denial about that. That's what's there to to teach you. And also going through, you know, the the stages of grief, you know, like allowing yourself to health healthfully, emotionally heal from things, you know. There's and, and I agree with you too that there's beauty in really every experience. Why else would you come here? You wouldn't come here just to eat cotton candy. You know, it's like you, you want to have this full range of experience. Otherwise, what was the point, you know? Um, yeah. And if you just want to eat cotton candy, you can just eat cotton candy. There's nothing true. wrong with that, too. Like, I, it's just it's up to you. It's where you find value. It's what you are able to appreciate. If you're able to appreciate anything, then you won't judge experiences so harshly. It doesn't mean like I like I said, I've set myself up probably from long before I was born, because it doesn't feel conscious at times, of like a pretty fucking smooth existence. And like, I've tried to knock myself off the ride of smooth existence. And it's like, nah, you're just gonna, it's gonna be smooth. And it doesn't mean I won't deal with uncomfortable and painful things again, but it's just like pretty fucking smooth. You know what I mean? Like, especially when I hear like a lot of people who like really recognize kind of this creative principle and are like kind of creating their lives, like, from a metaphysical standpoint, like a lot of them, I was just saying Jessa, Lacey, uh, Tierra, and um, Amy on, on Jessa's latest podcast, like all of their stories of like how they, you know, came online with like their powers and shit are like trauma. And I'm like, I don't, like mine was like acid. Like my shit, I have like a very, it's not that I haven't experienced trauma, don't get me wrong, but like my powers were not bootstrapped by a specific traumatic experience. So I, I'm very grateful for that, and I, I don't take it for granted. Um, and I think if I am able to navigate this world relatively smoothly and with grace, like it's kind of my responsibility, not in like a burdensome way, to like at least communicate how I'm going through it at the very least, especially if I find something that I think is replicable by anyone else. So that's kind of the goal. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and uh, you know, going along with that balance, you know, that being um, something that. I think the the emotions, a lot of traumas do lead people to, you know, new uh, realizations, you know, about themselves. Uh, and at the same time, following those negative emotions, that's going to be a way to find what needs work, where you need to maybe do some healing. And, and also, I think when we think about things that um, we don't think we're worthy of, maybe, uh, we, we uh, put on a bit of a pedestal, that's also very telling, right? Um, yeah. so attain, attaining that balance, um, and getting to that point. Cause I mean, we're, you know, in the consciousness scale, at least well, I'll speak for myself. I am all over that thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one second I'm angry. The next I'm enlightened two minutes later. I'm, you know, I'm just hungry, you know, like I, I just like, so, I mean, it, it, it's funny cause we think about this, the spiritual journey as this, like, I'm going to get to this next level. I'm going to level up, but it's like, dude, we're going through all the levels all the time you know like, yeah 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 <laughs> so, that's so, super important yeah so the balance thing about it is something that i don't know I, it's taken me kind of a while 
to get a handle on that. Well, um, it's it's not that you don't recognize there's a lot going on and that you move through emotions quickly or kind of in a scattered way. It's that if that's comfortable for you, then by all means, continue it. If it's uncomfortable, you can be like, you know what, I'd like to, to not have this right now and see how that feels. And that, again, it sounds so simplistic and foolish. And I get in trouble with this with my partner sometimes, especially when she's going through some like physical, metaphysical, you know, to me, it feels like a very like physical emanation of an emotional or metaphysical thing. To her, it just feels physical. When I say it's like, you know, it's just easy. Just imagine <laughs> she gets furious. But nevertheless, if you invoke and feel a feeling of balance, which everyone has felt at some point in their life, they felt the feeling of balance or calm or fulfilling at some point, even if it was just a flash, you know, at one point in one specific area, you felt the feeling, you basically transpose the feeling and you put it on your current state and your future state and you say, oh, okay, that's going to, and you accept it and then you just let it go. And if it comes back and there's, I know how that goes, it's okay. Just persist. You know how this shit works. Really? really just persist and then it it does have this weird effect especially if you do it before you go to sleep where just you feel qualitatively different and you, you can say well I, I don't know exactly what the mechanism is here or what it is but at a, you don't need to know you feel different you start to feel this qualitative sense of balance in areas where you wouldn't have otherwise felt that i know this is someone who used to get wildly angry like it just like you know Things are bothering me. And I just decided like I'm done with that feeling. And also, I'll be clear, like that also affected my relationships where I lived. You know, it it really like it changes your life in other ways. It's not as straightforward as just like, oh, you're in the same exact life and there's not anger. You move to a different timeline or version of yourself that, you know, no longer has those qualities. You're fundamentally a different person, but you choose that version of person you want to be with your imagination with your consciousness um, but really the feeling and then I think the most important thing like a, a revelation I had today that I've, I've realized before but remembered again today is that like you do it by falling in love with the version of you that you want to be that you you know you feel like you're not now but then you go oh you know what there's a version of me I love that version that's actually who I am when you fall in love with anything it really like you begin to embody it and uh, it's pretty sweet. So, you know, if you fall in love with the idea of being a balanced person, you will be. And then even if you can't feel off balance, you'll be like, oh, this is just part of being a balanced person. No big deal. And it'll start to calibrate to your liking. That's that's the best advice I could give. And then test this shit. Don't take my word for it, obviously. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, so moving from like sort of a individual, you know, kind of thing to more of a, uh, just an idea of, of like, as a group, you know, how we can, uh, influence the reality around us. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about or, or, or touch upon and, and I'll, and I'll, I can't wait to hear what you have to say, but like, as far as like visualization, even in, in your own individual, um, like the imagining a specific person or versus like, you know, uh, imagining, you know, just a uh, an empty sort of caricature of a specific person in a visualization that you are personally doing. Let's say you want to, um, I don't know, improve your job or something, right? And there's a couple of different ways to visualize uh, a change there. You could try to 
visualize the exact scenario that's going to happen, which in my experience fails every single time. Or you can try and visualize uh, a sort of generalized version of it. Uh, and, and, and here's really kind of what I want to, I want to talk about free will, I guess, here, as far as visualization goes. And, uh, and I know since you're a tarot reader, I, I, I've only had a few uh, readings, but I know that's one thing that whenever I've been uh, in, in, in a reading, they've been like, well, I don't want to, you know, go past free will here. Uh, and I'm not really sure exactly how, how that would work. But I do understand it from the concept of visualization and imagination. When I, when I have an idea or if I get mad at somebody in my mind and they aren't aware of it, they don't know that I was mad at them. <laughs> you know what I'm maybe, saying? Maybe, maybe. How do you know? Well, How do, maybe they do know you're mad at them. Shit is connected in very strangely. So I'm not saying every time you have a thought of being mad at someone that they're like, oh, Owen's mad at me. I'm right. just saying there's, there's, this shit is, the, the whole thing as I see it is you're literally, not conceptually, literally the con the creator, sustainer, and destroyer of everything you perceive. You, yourself. So recognizing that like you don't hold yourself to some like weird standard of like never being mad and never getting angry. But I, I, I certainly believe that the mental is is another more subtle way of communication than just saying something out loud. That's why when you get around someone, you know, if they're mad at you. You, you know, they don't have to yeah, say you can feel shit. It. Even if they're right. not looking, even if they're pleasant, they're totally the same. You're just like, oh, yo. Even because, you know, you, I don't know, if you've been in relationships, sometimes, you know, you have to socialize with people while you're in the middle of like a little thing and you got to put on the normal person. It's like they all know you're in a fight. Like everyone can feel it. So, like, right. the thing is, is that like this shit does actually travel, but it's not like to the other person so much. It's an internal process of how you feel about a person because the way you conceive of another does create that to some extent in reality the mitigating factors is that person you're thinking of really understands this principle they're relatively immune for your from your conception of them in your world they'll hold that role but like to everyone else it'll be something else so it is kind of like if you you really understand this shit you know i don't care if someone thinks i'm an asshole you know if i was an asshole to them i might care and but that's my own shit to rectify and deal with but like if, you know mm -hmm. if someone like listens totally. to my yeah, I don't, you can't, you can't buy it. Yeah, this. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, I guess what I should say is like, if I have like a, a full on discussion in my mind about somebody, they don't know that I had that discussion with them, right? <laughs> no, not, not, not the knowledge of it, but I would say the energy of it certainly, it, it does have an influence on your world and them in mm -hmm. your world. That, that's all I'm saying to be uh, aware of. I guess, of course I know, yes. I, I'm acknowledging in 3D world, that would be such a terrible place if everyone had like thought bubbles above their head that stayed there for everyone to see, like red text messages. Oh God. Oh my God. No, we're going there. It's going to happen. No, we're all going to just read each other's thoughts. No, but I mean, yeah, I just, I guess it's just unfair. Uh, and I've, this has been maybe just a personal thing that I've done in the past, right? Like before I realized the power of my imagination, I would literally have like discussions with people in my mind and of course they're none the wiser to the discussion that i had with them in, in in our mind you know and the things that i maybe expectations that i might place on them and things like that so i just i want to be clear about uh, visualization and as far as that involves other people within that world of visualization
Yeah. I mean, you know, in visualization with when I deal with other people is the best thing you can do with any of this shit is just to use it lovingly. Just imagine the best version of the person, even if they're demonstrating in this world or energetically even kind of like quote unquote negative behavior or just like drama and shit. Um, you just imagine them being good and happy because most people, as people know, like people act like assholes because of trauma or fear or just like there's not, it's some, un, it's an unhealthy reaction more often than not than, than something else. Now, that being said, there are times when people act like assholes and our perception is just wrong. Like they might not actually be being an asshole. It's just our perception of it as being an asshole. That's important to point out too. But I do what solves all of these issues is just imagining the person like fulfilled, happy, and demonstrating behavior in your mind to you. So if you're having a conversation in your head with someone, just have the quick conversation where they're they're acting exactly how you would want to see them act if they were to be the person who's happy and fulfilled. And you'll know, like, it kind of is this, you don't puppet string people. You don't imagine them being like, they'll, they'll do exactly what I want. And then they'll just say this, but like, you're really just whatever it is. It's not for you to decide what makes them happy and fulfilled, but just imagine that. Then you're off the hook. Then you don't have to be mad at them. Then you're just like, okay, next, um, I can move on to the next thing. That's a really good way of getting out of the pattern of arguing with people in your head. If it doesn't feel productive, if it feels productive, keep doing it, you know? <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally, uh, totally understand. Um, but yeah, just, just trying to keep other people's, but there are people who claim to be able to puppet string people too in this whole thing. I don't know if you're aware of like the specific person movement or, or what have you. I've seen a few of those videos. And yeah, I see it on, on the Neville Goddard subreddit. I think, um, it's fine. There's examples of it. Um, you know, it's to each their own. I didn't use that technique. I found when I actually used it for specific people, uh, other people came in my life. And if I had been fixated or even acted on what I had imagined, I would have probably been missing out on like the best relationship of my life. So I just, I don't, I really don't have this stuff be outcome related as much as possible i do sometimes like i said i'm going to turkey i imagine walking off the gate and you know specific things that would prove to me that it's real but you know outside of those very rare occasions where it's like all right let's test this stuff in 3d world like it's really just the feeling of being in a perfect relationship let it come to you yeah be the person who embodies the qualities that you would want in another you know, who do you want in a partner? What do you want in a relationship? Someone who's loving, attractive, cool, funny, nice, kind, you know, whatever it is, daring, sexy, whatever the fuck it is, give yourself those qualities. I use that mirror technique where you imagine yourself in front of a mirror in your mind and you just you give yourself those qualities and people are like, what does that mean? I don't, whatever it looks like to you when you look in a mirror and feel fulfilled and happy and kind. You know, like whatever it is and sexy and attractive. And if it takes a while, if you get stuck, you're like, oh, I don't feel attractive. Then fucking work at it. Find the version of you. Also, like for me, I can just say from like physical appearance stuff because people are like, well, you know, you don't do the physical, you know, you got you to do the physical work. I tried like I gained like probably after college when I got like engaged like 20, 30 pounds. 
And I tried every, I was vegan, I lost the weight, but it wasn't like a healthy way of eating for me. It was kind of too preachy. It's kind of an annoying fucking vegan. So then for two and a half years, I did this. And my poor wife at the time, fucking, you know, just nightmare person. Just to gain the weight, always trying to do this shit, running, all this stuff. Then one day when I understood this imagination stuff, I was like, I think I'm just like going to imagine myself in really good shape. And since then, it's only been a year, drop like 30 pounds. I enjoy exercise. It's not like something that bothers me. I do it when I want to do it. I eat McDonald's. I eat a shitload of ice cream. I'm in the best shape of my life because it doesn't have anything fucking do with a specific diet. Your belief in that diet is what actually changes your physical form. And that sounds so stupid and like anti-science, but it's not. And I'm sure science will catch up or harmonize with that being a reality because I see it in my own life. I can't talk like this. I'm not that good of a liar at this stage in my life to be able to talk like this if it weren't true. I was a liar when I was a kid. I was a little shit liar. And I and I probably wasn't even good then. And probably everyone knew I was lying. So I just gave up lying because it's like, who fuck wants to waste your time? It's so much managing and stuff. So I'm, I only say this from direct experience in my life. Like, imagine yourself to be the person you want to be. Fall in love with that version of yourself and watch what happens in your life. It's the best. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. So yeah, so when we visualize ourselves in, uh, you know, a situation with other people, just imagine what is best for them, what they would want. Uh, that's also going to put us off the hook. We're not like influencing them or manipulating them emotionally, uh, but we're giving them or allowing them to to be at their best version of themselves, and then finding uh, a version of ourselves that we really like and uh, falling in love with that. What do you think? What's the best way? Is that to to write it down? Write down what that version of yourself looks like. Writing down is really effective. I don't do it that much, admittedly. Um, I just like, I think you just have to keep yourself honest. And if you deviate, you'll probably set up some structure in your life that pushes you back on course at this point. And that's, uh, that's important to, to honor and be aware of. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know that there's much else out there besides our own internal sense of discomfort that shows us that we're on the right or wrong track. You know what I mean? Like when you're really off track, even if it's a low level discomfort, you're going to feel it somewhere in you. But if you're following exactly what you love, what you want to be doing, you, it, you'll, you'll know it. And I think everyone is kind of being asked to investigate that right now because the whole world shut down. You know, it's still shutting down. Every time it tries to open up, it's you know it's getting better people are kind of breaking through the illusion of this virus owning the reality of this world but um it ha it's still in the middle of its run probably and people are like all right what the fuck are we going to do now like, what do i really what do i want to do i can't go to work really you know for a lot of people we can't go out do the things i used to do in the way i used to do them so that's an opportunity what do you want to be doing this is a glimpse of this new world this new future that's emerging it's like what do you want to do and just be honest with yourself and do it. That's the other part. Like you gotta fucking do it. You can be patient with yourself, but still do it. That's great. Yeah. Love it, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is really, um, this has been a dense chat, you know? <laughs> yeah. This is literally how all of my conversations, I'm exhausting. <laughs> No, it's, it's not you. It's, uh, it's, it's really good. No, this is, uh, this is awesome. Um, really happy to, 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 to broach some of these topics because it's going to be really, really helpful, you know, for me and a lot of us, uh, we have to start with ourselves and begin with like, uh, 
you know, so let's let's talk about maybe some some techniques, some visualization techniques. You talk a lot about feeling. That's important. Uh, are there any tricks or tips as far as inducing that um, and getting getting, you know, a, 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 what if, you know, and maybe too, like what if people have uh, some some roadblocks in their imaginations? Are there some some ways that they could overcome those? Well, the uh, easy way while you're awake is to find modalities or things you can do that remind you that this is like, I don't know, it's not a simulation. It's kind of like a hackney. I don't know. I don't love that view of the world, but that there's magic everywhere, that it's much more subtle. It's much more wavy. It's much more like nebulous than, than we like to believe it is. So like something that I think most people can access is music. So like on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever people, YouTube, find a grouping of songs that you can put on some type of shuffle and just shuffle shit around and let the music talk to you about what's going on to you. Notice your reactions to certain songs or lyrics and you can skip or at will and just see what's going on. So you can at least build this interface between you and what we call the subconscious or intuitive mind, which is really running the show here. So that's just like a 3D practical thing that I think is useful that I that I caught myself doing a lot. Um, if you really want something specific, let's say you have a poverty mentality where you just feel like, you know, you just don't have enough money. You want more money. You need more money. Got to have that money, which is totally fine. Totally cool. There's nothing wrong with it. If you think there's something wrong with it, guess what? Even if you get the money, it's not going to be satisfying. But if you know there's nothing wrong with it, you can at least start approaching it in a right way. I talk about this a lot with crypto stuff because it's such a wild thing. But anyway, um, if this is your approach, like, you, you just imagine, you, you can do the visualization if you want. It, it works, it does. You imagine yourself from within your own perspective, preferably while you're going to sleep, right? There's the whole Neville Goddard thing, state akin to sleep. It's fine, it's just like you're going to sleep, twilight sleep, going to sleep, so no big deal. You don't have to be weird about it, just go to sleep. As you're going to sleep, you just imagine in your mind's eye, if you can't visually do it, you can hear something reaffirming it, but you imagine something that implies you already have the money. So what do you want to do with the money? Do you just want to hoard it? Then you would imagine a large number in a bank account. Do you want to spend it on something? Then what would the thing be that you want to spend it on? Because I've found a lot of times what people think they want with money is you know, they want to buy this beautiful house and live in this beautiful place and have this beautiful car, get these beautiful toys. or And it's like, what? You don't need money for that. Like there's so there's an infinite spectrum of possibility to meet, have any of those things pop up in your reality. So it, it actually money is a useful tool towards driving towards that. But let's say you just have regular bills and you want them paid. You want a more freedom of mind and peace and you don't have to be worrying about money. You imagine a scene that implies you have it. It can be as simple as you speaking to a friend and them saying, Wow, you seem really happy right now. And you're like, Yeah, you know, like it's been really easy. Things are going really well for me. I've been doing really well. You know, things are great. I'm really comfortable and I'm living the life I want. Just something simple, really short, like five seconds or less. Play it over. Oh, give it the tones of reality. That's a Neville Goddard thing. Feel the feeling from within your own perspective. So this isn't you watching a scene of yourself in like a movie. It's from within your own body because that's a more real reality than this one. You do that. You feel it. You, you know it's happened. You let it go and you're done. That's it. You can do it more. People are like, what happens if I do it more? Is it bad to do it more? Do it as much as you want. I did it obsessively when I found out about it. It worked. I did it casually. I do it super casually now. It works. It always works because what's going on is your consciousness 
is literally creating what you perceive this reality to be. When you use your imagination, it's a more subtle but higher level of consciousness, not in a value judgment way. It's not better than. It's just a higher up. It cascades down from that level of reality, the imaginal reality, into this reality. So that's just how it works from like a narrative standpoint. Test it. Try it. Prove it to yourself. And then, you know, apply it as needed. I recommend not using it for other people because you'll realize that other people are just you. Truthfully, truthfully, it's your energy that's creating the situation, whatever you're viewing anyway. But if you do, just apply the golden rule and be honest with yourself. You know, if someone did this to me, would I like that? And if you say, yeah, you know what, I would. You know, if I, I'm just going to make someone eternally happy forever and they'll figure out that they always have the power to do it and they'll discover it in their own way. Would I like that? Sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Then I'll do that for someone else. But you just have to be honest about what you're doing. Um, but you do that, man. That's it. Just do that. It's literally try it, prove it to yourself and uh, have fun. That's awesome. It is fun. It's fun when you uh, when you can step back and allow yourself to enjoy it. So I'll, I'll go back through the steps, I think, uh, and tell me if I got this right. Uh create a scene that implies you have the thing that you want when you're going to sleep, when, uh, when you're, you're going, going to sleep, sleep. And, and feel the feeling, uh, visualize it from the very first, like the first person in your body, mm-hmm. know it happened, uh, let it go. And mm-hmm. if there's other people involved and do it as many times as you want, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and then if there's other people involved, apply the golden rule. Yes. Um, yeah. So awesome. that's it. It's literally, that's like the easiest way to prove to yourself that this is how this reality works. And then when you do that, and if you fail, quote unquote, like it doesn't happen, you got to persist. That's what's going on. Like you need to prove this to yourself beyond a shadow of a doubt. So sometimes you're going to have these perceived failures in quote marks and like you persist. Don't be a pussy about it. You know what I mean? Like fucking keep doing what you need to do and see what happens. That's like a very core message that like what you persist in imaginally will inevitably happen you know if you get the signs that maybe it's not worth pursuing then fucking by all means but if this feels like something deeply in your heart that you want persist crew so yeah that's great yeah i love that yeah just keep just keep going forward and you know that's you know i think a lot of us we go through and meet goals and then as soon as we meet those goals we're like oh well I, now I want something else. I mean, that's just the constant process of, of growing and evolving and, you know, finding new, new things to give ourselves over to or ways to help or what have you. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's really cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that. The simplicity of that, because, you know, um, that's, I don't know. That's, that's so helpful. Brevity is the soul of wit and, uh, just being able to go through like, boom, 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 boom. Here's what, Here's what it looks like, you know, put that image in your mind when you're going to sleep uh, between the it's kind of like between the dream world and the physical world, that sort of uh, spot. And then uh, and then and then don't stop because, <laughs> I mean, you're truly I mean, why would, you know, if you believe in God or, or whatever, you know, whatever sources like divinity or whatever you want to call that. But why would you have a desire that should remain unfulfilled? It just yeah, doesn't make I, any sense. I don't know why anyone would do that. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, it, you just want to 
you just want to like really it'll cut desires will show you who you are not because you're going to achieve every single one and that shouldn't freak you out if it does whatever but like sometimes you you you're misplaced in where you want but if you're clear about what you want scratch the fucking itch for real like that's just what you're meant to do yep um so do it yep yeah that's great well, man, that's, that's fantastic. I, I really appreciate you coming on and talking about this. Yeah, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about this or I'm going to, I'm going to try this out later this afternoon, in fact. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's something that I have done some of in the past, you know, uh, but I haven't done a whole lot of visualization stuff. Like mostly what I've done is I've definitely felt the feelings, you know, the feelings of joy, abundance and things like that. And that's definitely put me in a, a position to choose from a lot of really positive um, opportunities or options or lifelines or whatever. Um, but I haven't been super specific because like, honestly, (laughs) I get afraid of it. Like I'm afraid that if I like specifically put myself in a place and I'll, it's kind of like what you said about like, if you envision, you know, somebody, some specific particular outcome, you you can't be afraid of failing either though. That's a very important thing. Like it's like, you have to go for it sometimes to prove to yourself that that's possible. Otherwise we live in this state of kind of like perpetual, like, Oh, I don't really know. Like, that's what I, that's what I'm learning. Like with my bigger kind of imaginal acts where like, you know, it's, it's fucking, it's real deal shit. Like in my life, that's important to me. Um, I just know my reactions to it. I know what it feels like also with something ha- when something has happened in my life and there's been like a real shift and just like latching onto that and accepting it and then letting it go. It's like really take the same perspective as like something you know has already happened. You know, if you know what it's like to, you know, have eaten what your last meal was, no one's going to shake you from that. No one's going to be like, you don't know what that's like. like. I definitely know what it feels like to, I know exactly what it was. I know how it tasted. I know all that that's the same level of conviction you need to have in whatever it is in your life. And that can be a specific outcome. Like, you know, you can imagine a very big thing for yourself and that's totally cool. But, um, you know, don't do it. Uh, don't do it. But like, you don't want to manicure every aspect of your life. Be careful of doing that. You know, the feeling of what it's like, it could be something else. Like say you want to win a big award. Does it have to be that specific award or is it just the feeling of accolade that you would want? the respect of your peers. That's, you know what I mean? It's like, there's different ways to look at this um, and, and be still capture the feeling that you want. So, yeah. So don't be too specifically uh, like attached to that image instead be attached to the feeling, but not the specific image. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think attached is an okay word for that. I know that can make some people recoil, but I think it is okay (laughs) to like attach yourself to a feeling of and and just let that happen and then you'll use it as you as you see fit yeah that's awesome man that's great that's fantastic this has been a very dense episode for me i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have yeah, to listen I to know. this again good luck um <laughs> thank you no i really appreciate it man it's 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 great I'm, I'm glad we were able to catch up and uh please tell people where they can find you how they can support your work um patreon instagram podcast synchronicity syncpodcast.com my name noah lampert uh lampert with the p i'm gonna start saying that people keep fucking my name up um but uh i'm everywhere i'm I'm a regular normal denizen of the internet who's very accessible very very nice very nice yeah and i'll be sure to add all your uh 
links in the show notes so everybody can just click. <laughs> yeah. But, Thanks. But yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. And uh, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, everybody check out Noah's podcast and check him out on all of the channels. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can check me out on Patreon as well. Dot uh, com slash Bootsy Greenwood and Bootsy Greenwood all over the place. Noah Lampert all over the place. Bootsy Greenwood all over the place. Thanks everybody for listening. We really appreciate it. Peace.